0: Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like, you know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk, conversations and stories, and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe, or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Whether you have been around leadership for a while, like I have, or you may be brand new to leadership, Here's one phrase that you may have heard or you will eventually hear is that leadership is a process and it takes time to master it. It truly does as a leader. And for those you lead, you have to trust the process. If you don't trust the process and the timing that it takes to help people become the leader that they want to be, not the leader that someone else has called them to be. It is not going to be successful. So you have to trust the process. So let's go ahead and get into this. We are going to be talking about the law of process. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. With over 25 years of retail leadership experience, we understand that retail is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone, every day, all over the world. Listen. Listen. It's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. Have you ever heard the phrase before, trust the process? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Leadership in and of itself is, is a process. It takes time to master. It takes time to understand your leadership voice and your style how you communicate, your decision-making process. The process is something that takes place over time in the crucible of situations that we place ourselves in or that as leaders we place other people in in order for them to grow as leaders. The law of the process helps us understand that when we sit down as a leader and we start to think about where we currently are, we have to understand what's next. We have to understand those issues or those situations that we need to focus in on that are going to make us better. As a retail leader, you may have been promoted to a district manager or a regional director, or you know, as a team leader, you may have just gotten promoted to a store manager or something along those lines. The two issues that I want to talk about real quick before we move into a couple of examples of how to focus in And work through the process is because when I see this and I see this a lot is that people mistake tenure and knowledge for promotion. Okay. I've gone into so many situations where I've probably been the new leader and people have come up to me and they say, Steve, I've been passed over for a leadership role and I've been here for 15, 20 years. And I know this and I know that. And I always have to push back. Here's the thing. If you wanted to be promoted, you would have been promoted long before I walked in the door. And that's kind of a hard truth. But it's the truth is that the tendency is that they feel that knowledge and their tenure and time and role equates to promotion and leadership. And it really doesn't. And it's part of the process. It's part of the journey, but it is not all-encompassing. And so that's one of the things, These are those are the two things that I know I wanted to talk about when I started this process, <laughs> when I started this journey on doing the 21 Irrefutable Laws, was that I would wanted to talk about that tenure and that knowledge piece, because a lot of people get that wrong. I wanted to talk about a couple of things, I think six things, that will help you along your journey to trust the process, whether it's for yourself or you're trusting a leader that has placed you in a situation that you may be unfamiliar with as well. Number one is going to be focus on the value you're adding. The issue with the process is that you want to go from A to B quickly. And because you think B, and once you've arrived, you feel that things are going to be easier. You may feel that financially things will be better. You may feel that people will trust you or respect you more once you get to be. And in essence, that's that's kind of true, right? There may be some truth to some of that. However, getting to be in and of itself isn't isn't the end, right? That's the result of of all of this. And so if you're doing number one, if you're focusing in on the value that you can add to other people that will help you and will hone and sharpen your skills from that way on your journey to B, you will understand what it takes to stay there because that's the other part that I wanted to make sure that you understand is that if we go from A to B, the goal is for you to stay at B and stay at B successfully, right? We want to get to B, but I have seen so many leaders get to that next role and fail, and the process will help you in your staying power when you get to the next role. So focus on the value that you're adding to people, the conversations, your knowledge, your tenure, your time and role. All those pieces are value that you can add to other people along the process journey. Number two, this is a big one. Only worry about the things that you can control. <laughs> that's it. I love this one because every time I talk to someone who wants to do something different or something big, the ones that are successful only focus in on what they can control. period. They don't focus on the next person they don't focus on why they didn't get the the job and this other person got it. They focus in on. What can I control? And what you can control are your beliefs, your thoughts, your actions, period, right? Your beliefs are what you believe about yourself. And that equates to the thoughts that you have about yourself, which go forward into your actions. So what you believe about who you are, your character, what you deserve and what you need to kind of do differently are so important than you looking to the left or to the right at situations or people or circumstances that you can't necessarily control. Another good one for this is that, you know, I've been in situations where I've, I've come in and I'm the new person and I'll go into a situation and someone maybe were in position to get promoted and I replaced that person. They got promoted and they left the, the company or something like that. And you have to start over. That person who is about to get promoted has to start over. They has to have to start over in the context of, you know, I don't know them. Right? The other person knew who they were. I didn't get a chance to talk to the other person about the the next person up. And so you have to start over and that's just part of the process. Right? I don't know you. Because if if I just say, Okay, well oh my gosh, well, Jim's supposed to be really great, but if I don't know Jim and then I I go all out to try to get Jim promoted. That's my name. And so please understand that aspect of controlling what you can control. You can't control if the person who was your sponsor or, or who really appreciated you leaves. Now you are in a process of taking what you already know and, and applying it to that next person, your next the next leader, so that they can see What the other person was able to see. So, number two for this one was only control what you can control. Okay, number three is going to probably be a little scary, right? Uh, It's scary for me. Number three is to trust the unknown, to have faith, right? To take calculated risks. It is scary just because of that, because of the unknown. As a person who is, Results oriented, and I like to know some measure of the outcome. When I started down this leadership journey, and I've been on for 25, almost 30 years, one of the first things that uh, my pastor, when he gave me my first book, which was Developing a Leader Within You, he talked to me about trust. He talked to me about faith and taking calculated risks and trusting the fact that I don't necessarily well I won't necessarily know the the outcome, and that is okay. It is a scary, scary thing because a lot of times you are putting your faith in one your own hands, and sometimes you're putting your faith in someone else's hands who has who have placed you in that situation, and you don't know. I have been placed in numerous situations by my boss bosses excuse me that I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. What they, but what I did realize and know was that they trusted me to get really good results, to develop people, and they put me in that situation because it would stretch me and it would grow me. So as you're going through this journey, this process journey, you have to be able to embrace the calculated risks. You have to be able to embrace the process and the unknown and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Number four, practice gratitude. You have to be thankful. You have to be thankful. Here's why. There are so many other people who would love to be doing what you're doing right now. Understand that. Whatever the role is, whatever the project is, whatever the situation is, there are people who would love to be doing what you are doing right now, and they would kill for that situation, for that opportunity. So you have to be thankful in everything. You have to call the law of joy even when it's even when it's difficult, even when you deal with difficult people. So the thankfulness comes from the fact that the opportunity is not about you, it's about who you're becoming and who you're helping along the way. Cause if you remember, number one, we talked about adding value. So the gratitude parts also comes into play when you are helping other people get to where they want to be. They're thankful because they would not be where they are without you. Could you Could you get that? Get that. If you need to rewind, get that one. A lot of times we feel that our journey is about just us and it's not. It is about the other person and they will not be able to move to do something else if we hadn't come along. I know you're probably, oh my gosh, that sounds so prideful. It is not. It is really understanding the power of who you are as a leader and how you are meant to help other people. So understand that. Be thankful. Show gratitude is number four. Okay, number five. <laughs> number five. I'm laughing because number five. Every when I say it, I think of um. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Taylor Swift song. And please don't hate me. Any of you do who do not do not like Taylor Swift. I have I have I have all girls and so the song, you know, I can't remember the name of it, but it says Hate is gonna hate, 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 right? And number five is ignore the naysayers. <laughs> so I apologize for my little singing there. But ignore the naysayers is number five, right? You are going to have people who are going to cheer you on, who are gonna love everything that you do, they're gonna love everything about you, and they put you in that situation so that you can be successful. However you're going to have some people, probably even more people who dislike the fact that you're there, who dislike the fact that you were even given that opportunity, uh, whether it's before them or whether it was just the fact that you, you you received the opportunity. They may not like you because they don't know you. Uh, and so there are going to be those individuals in your life, in your journey, and they're going to be there more often than not. And that's where your ability to have self-awareness, to understand how you are going to respond to people in certain situations, irrespective of how they may feel about you, irrespective of the fact that you have the requisite skills to be successful, you are going to come across more of these people than you will think. And it is okay. It's part of the process. It is part of the journey. So yes, the haters are going to hate. The naysayers are going to be there. But here's the thing, it's important for you to understand how you are going to respond in those situations because your response is more important than their hate. So understand that. Number five was ignore the naysayers. And number six is embrace failure. One of the most difficult things, I believe, for a leader. And here's why, because you fear it, you fear failure, you misunderstand failure, you run away from failure, a lot of times we will remove ourselves out of a situation on the road to being successful because we feel that we may end up failing at something because of that unknown, what we just talked about in number three. Was the, was the faith of and having the understanding that the unknown is necessary. Failure is something to be embraced. Failure is part. It is. It is honestly, and I can say this because I've done it enough, it is probably the best part of your leadership journey, of the law of the process. I know it doesn't feel that way when you're going through it. I know it doesn't feel that way when you fail. But if you are able to embrace it, and as John Maxwell talks about, fail forward to use it for your for your uh, enhancement of who you are as a person, each and every time, you are going to build upon those failures. And here's the other thing. So I'll, I'll use this as an example. In my journey um, as a retail leader, when I go into and visit a store, and or a market or something along those lines. You know, we we give out visit notes. There are different things that you will see within the store that you will call out. You know, whether it's in caps, um, execution, talent, right, whatever it may be, there are there are several things that you will probably call out operationally talent wise, right? Results wise. One of the things that I always talk to my team about is that I don't want to give them the same visit notes Every single time. So when I come in for that first visit, let's say the first visit of the new year, when I come back, say, you know, in a month or so, I don't want to have to give you the same notes. Hopefully you have learned from the previous visit notes, the failure, if you will, from that point on. And now you've built on top of that. And here's what I love to hear when I come into store after after that is that hey hey steve you talked to us about x y and z and we fixed this and here's how we fixed them but here's also maybe what you what you may see this go around man i love that if they're able to do something like that that is right there for me the most amazing feeling because that lets me know that they have learned from their experiences and it's the same thing for you if you take heart if you write down why you failed, if you write down the, the circumstances in which caused you to make a mistake and learn from it, hopefully, hopefully over time, you don't repeat that mistake. That failure becomes a lesson learned and now you're failing forward. You're taking on new experiences for yourself that are gonna be brand new and that everything that you've learned is based on the fact that you failed, but you failed forward. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Here, here, here's what I want you to get, I want you to understand, is that the law of the process is because someone puts you into a situation because they believe in you. They picked you for their team. They picked you to be in this spot, in this situation, in this difficult assignment, whatever it may be, they picked you to be there. So there has to be some measure of confidence that this person has for you. You also have to have the same measure of confidence for yourself as you go through this journey. You have to embrace the failure. You have to be thankful. You have to know that people are going to be out there saying different things about you. And it is okay because it's part of the journey. You have to be faithful to see yourself through to the end. Here's the thing, though. There isn't an end. This leadership journey, you will never... You know, get your, you can get your PhD in leadership. But what I mean is that you will never get to the end and be like, I have arrived as a leader. The moment you feel like you have arrived as a leader, that is the moment you're setting yourself up for failure. So the law of the process, just like with each one of these laws, you have to embrace it. You have to trust it and it will grow and your influence will grow. So join us as we go into day four, the law of navigation. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. If you want to learn more how to take your leadership to the next level, you can find us at www.worthyretailu.com slash now. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of retail leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders. You know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.